If I told you that you have a lot of impact and you influence people, what would you say? Well, you are constantly impacting and influencing others, whether you know it or not. And maybe it's time then to become aware of what does it mean to be intentionally influential? Well, if you want to know a little bit more about intentional influence, then hang in here because I'm going to talk to Jason Cruz exactly about that. If this is your first time here, welcome to Meet My Potential Podcast. This is your host, Deepa Natrajan, that Indian girl from Toulouse in France. If you haven't subscribed to one of our upcoming masterclasses on Rethink Leadership, well, what is Rethink Leadership? Well, Rethink Leadership is how can you achieve the success you desire in harmony, maintaining your energy and that balance that you constantly see. So if you're interested in that, head over to www.meetmypotential.com slash webinar and sign up for any one of our upcoming webinars or otherwise look up if there is a free training on our website on that. All right. So today we have with us Jason Cruz, who is a leadership strategist who specializes in helping organizations develop high performance leaders. Let's welcome Jason. Hello and welcome, Jason, to the episode. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, Deepa. I'm thrilled to be here. Same. And I'm actually curious and want to learn a little bit more about what does it mean for you to be intentional with your influence? When we explore being intentional with your influence, one of the elements we introduce is viruses. And I mean, we are well aware right now in our world that there are viruses that are taking lives. But what many people may not understand fully is that there are behavioral viruses that have been killing organizational cultures for a long time. And so if we understand through the science of behavioral contagion that we're always spreading viruses and it's important to separate and understand that there are good viruses and bad viruses, viruses that either create critical momentum towards your desired vision or viruses that create cancerous downward spirals. And so to be intentional about your influence is to do a viral analysis, have viral awareness around the words, the behaviors, and the actions that you spread in your environment. And just as importantly, the ones that you stop in your environment. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mentioned that there's a way in which leaders can get better faster. And so when we want to get better faster, how can we be more aware and be more intentional and make sure that we have the right behavioral viruses? Well, one thing is to do that beha- that viral analysis. What are the words that I say that I see others saying? What are the actions that I see others doing in my environment? And in what way am I spreading those as well? In our leadership programs, we, we introduce the concept of the Simmelweis effect. Ignaz Simmelweis saw a problem in the 1800s. It, too many women were dying when they were in the process of childbirth. Why? He obsessed over it. And he came up with a repeatable solution and proposed it to his peers, and they thought he was crazy. What was the solution? Well, 
if physicians simply wash their hands. And, and this is important when we look at the context of leadership. So often, it's the easy things that we step over that are going to solve our problems, like washing our hands. And secondly, that how often is it that we are the root cause of making our situations worse. We're the ones that are infecting the situations we're trying to solve. And truly deeper, the first step is getting the awareness around what viruses am I spreading that could be causing the problems in my organization, at home, whatever your environment is. Mm-hmm. It's so true. And, you know, you and I have done self-development work for a very long time. And at the same time, when we get irritated, when we get annoyed, we often say, he annoys me, she bothers me, he frustrates me. Um, We put the blame out there rather than actually introspect and see how can I be responsible and how can I actually shift things. So what's your take on that? You are responsible for every challenge, problem, obstacle in your environment by either the actions you have taken or haven't taken. Mm. Love that statement. It's worth repeating it. Can you do that? (laughs) When you look at the challenges, the frustrations, the pains in your environment, you are responsible for these by either the actions you have or haven't taken. Now, some listeners out there might be saying, well, that's not true. This person did this. Fair enough. I'm not asking you to take the full responsibility, but the only productive place to be intentional about your influence, to have self-authorship and agency is to stand in the place of what is it that I've done or haven't done that has influenced this situation. Otherwise, we get into the unproductive path and downward spiral of victimization where we aren't resourceful. Hmm. Hmm. You know, whether we're aware or not, you're so right about it. When you say, when you use the words intentional influence, right? I've come out of many conversations and I noticed that people make decisions out of those conversations. And I'm like, did I actually influence you to start a podcast? I've spoken to a couple of my friends and now they've gone about starting podcasts. And I know that everybody's starting a podcast, but I know a lot of things that I say has an impact on people and people are motivated then to do something, but it was never my intention to motivate someone to do something but I see that there is that impact and I'm becoming more and more aware of it. And I think this is a big responsibility then if for us to become more intentional with everything that we do, because leadership is impact. That's right. It, everything you say are the actions you express. If you think about that as a viral unit, A viral unit hits a susceptible host, someone that looks up to you, someone who considers you a role model. So that virus hits a susceptible host and now it colonizes or infects in them. I am going to do a podcast. And then it gets into transmission mode to that person's susceptible hosts. Mm. And this is how it continues. When you look through that lens in from a business or leadership context now, We tell every leader, you are a walking billboard 
that advertises how to be successful in your organization. If you're complaining about the circumstances, if you're creating negative downward spirals through your behaviors, then that's what you're spreading. A a classic example, when I was early in my consulting career, I was doing um, an interview with a new senior leader at a global organization, asking him, how do you manage your time and priorities? And he goes, oh, trust me, no monkeys are jumping on my back. When I leave my (laughs) office, I put my head down on my phone and I walk fast. You can imagine, Deepa, what happened a couple months down the line when I'd come into the office. What once was a socialized environment on this floor, what was everybody doing? They'd leave their office, they'd put their heads down in their phone and walk fast. It's not even conscious. It's just we see these people who have authority and influence in our organization, and we naturally will start to embody their behaviors because we think that's what's going to help us be successful. So every little tiny thought, every little tiny action, and every step you take is being watched. And that has an influence on other people. And that's what you're talking about. We need to become intentional of that. Isn't that a big responsibility? It is. It is a big responsibility. And it should be a big responsibility. Every virus you spread on a day-to-day and moment-to-moment basis is your legacy. I'm not saying everybody's going to do it. But if you're stepping up into a leadership place and you want to create an intentional legacy, have intentional impact, then you step into the space of extreme intentionality. Absolutely right. What's one challenge? (laughs) And before I go into how, right, I'm sure you'll tell me how can I become more intentional or how can people get become more intentional about the impact that they have? What's the challenge that people face in order to be more intentional with their impact? The biggest challenge for any type of progression or development for an adult professional is investing the time to be in the practice, whether it's the practice of meditation, the practice of your leadership. One of the biggest challenges to being intentional is we don't have the daily practice, just like an athlete would exercise their muscles. Leadership is the same thing. You either exercise your your leadership muscles, the fitness, your intentionality, or you risk stepping into a high-stakes event and creating severe injury. Mm. It's creating the intentional time to immerse yourself in a productive practice, not to be perfect, but to seek progress. What would be three simple baby steps that people can take to become more intentional about the influence that they have? I'll give you one, but there might be a couple steps within this oh, one. Oh, cool. Every time on this podcast when I ask people, can you give one single tip? They come up with three. And so I said, this time I'm going to ask for three. And there you go. Jason, you're my favorite guest now. <laughs> well, here's what I, before, I, before you get too excited, there's multiple micro steps to this. But, uh. but the one, yeah, yeah, false advertising here. But here's the step. Get clear about your brand and 
we use brand as a central point for you to evaluate and practice your leadership. Just like you make choices to fly with a certain airline or purchase from a certain company because of the associations you have. You feel good. You feel comfortable. You trust them, everything. Well, people behave the same way towards you. So whether you like it or not, you've got a brand. And it's based on how people experience you. So there's the old brand, the unintentional brand. Oftentimes, we can get that through a 360 review. To be intentional is to get intentional about what you want your brand to be. So here are your three things, Deepa. Number one, <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> what are the authentic elements to your brand? Like things that people say, this is who Deepa is. Caring, compassionate, bold, whatever those qualities are. That's one step. What's part of like truly an authentic expression of you and your brand? The second one is what's an aspirational element of your brand? Who do I admire that I'm just, these qualities aren't consistent in my leadership practice. Maybe I'm a driven individual and sometimes I put people's hearts and feelings at the cost of creating results. Well, maybe an aspirational element of my brand is to be compassionate. Mm-hmm because that's what I want spreading in my organization. And then the last piece, which is really important, much like all those, is what am I unapologetic about? Where am I willing to upset or disappoint people because I believe in it so much? Take a stand for feedback. I will I I'm willing to disappoint you, Deepa, and give you feedback because I know you're going to go on to create great things is one example. So those are my three. Thank you. Well, I'm just going to repeat them because they're, they seem quite simple <laughs> and I'm sure they're quite profound, but there are, I think three great, simple baby steps is. So the number one that Jason just mentioned was become aware of your authentic elements that represent your brand. The number two is, What is the aspirational element? Who do you want to become? Who do you aspire to be? And the third one is be completely and totally unapologetic about what you're passionate about. And it doesn't matter if that disappoints others or if others feel uncomfortable about it. Just something that you would stand up for. Did I get that right, Jason? Yeah, yeah, that's a great summary. And I'll I'll add a brief anecdote about that last piece, because when you talk about extreme intentionality, if yeah. you aren't rooted in what's unapologetic, that's when you can get blown from side to side when turbulence or opposition comes up. And there was a, a client of mine who was flying back from a symposium of business leaders, mostly executives, senior leaders. And he was on a, uh, on a jet with other leaders. And one of the leaders who had a lot more experience, had a lot more success in his career, started complaining about something. The client just let the complaint happen and kind of contributed to it, but didn't believe in it. And so mm. what was missing was that unapologetic stance of what I believe in. I'm willing to push up against people that 
in air quotes, have more success and experience than me because I'm clear. That is extreme intentionality. Mm-hmm. And, and all the sense of clarity actually comes, I believe, when you sit with yourself. We have so much distraction around in this world today. You know, we have our phones, we have social media, we have, we're totally action-oriented, we have so many things to do. Even in lockdown, like I think, we can get distracted by so many elements. And this requires a bit of introspection to really check in with yourself and see what do you stand for? What are you willing to fight for? Exactly. And, and it's an ongoing process of exploration and discovery. You create your intentional brand elements. And now this is the practice of it. It's <laughs> now I get into my day to day and this is how I evaluate my effectiveness. When I showed up with Deepa, was I on brand? What might've pulled me out? How do I stay connected to that? And so there's reflection deeper in exploring these, but then once you have it, this is your learning loop. This is what accelerates your intentionality is what hooked me off brand. How do I stay more grounded and intentional tomorrow? <laughs> Fantastic. And I'm curious to know who is your aspirational leader? Mm, we work with people to bring it into one tight statement. Uh-huh. a couple of words. And so my brand is present, passionate, and pushing you further. Mm. Present, passionate, and pushing you further. What's one way you'd like to push the audience today? Do not let time busy be the viral disease that prevents you from expressing extreme intentionality in your environment. Take the time to reflect on these three questions get intentional about your brand and start practicing it. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Jason, for that tiny bit of vitamin dose <laughs> that can actually boost us and reveal our potential. And before we end the episode, what's one last message you'd like to share with the audience? Uh, I'll go back to Ignaz Simmelweis and viruses. Be aware of the things that in your environment that frustrate you, that you complain about, and ask yourself, in what way am I contributing to this through the things I'm doing or not doing? I like one of the things that you said. Think about what you can do and not about what others can do. That's great. So get intentional and come back and get in touch with Jason if you need to. And Jason, before you go away, what's one way people can get in touch with you? They can reach me by visiting our website, www.level52.ca. All right. So that's www.level52.ca. That's one way to get in touch with Jason. And Jason's also present on LinkedIn. I'll put a link to your LinkedIn profile and also to your website on the show notes. Thank you so much, Jason, for showing up here. Thank you, Deepa. It was a pleasure. I hope you liked this episode and I'll look forward to talking to you soon in one week's time. And until then, stay cool. <laughs>